Trying to be a sponsor Why he on the court He a fan Ho imposter Honey on the floor But bro And it ain't on the roster Here you go Take your hoe out the door I just tossed her She was trying to take my soul Didn't know it would cost her But she know she can't Fuck with a broke boy Or a nigga Ain't no shit Where you going I don't know boy Just picture me rolling Can I come Gotta go boy You gon' fuck up my focus Just can't wait Till we blow that Like they didn't notice I'm that flower That bloomed in the dark room And it's lotus All this power My nigga It's up to you How you show it You a coward Really had a chance to shoot But you you don't work, you don't eat, but I think you already know it. down or what? We can roll some, I'm pulling up. Don't ask me what's in my cup. I'm sipping mud, cause I was taught to get it out the day. Light it up, smoke and get to work. You gotta work, little shorty, you gotta work. Little shorty, you gotta work. You gotta work, little shorty, you gotta work. Little shorty, you gotta work. Hey, yo, 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 what it do, what it do, once again, we back at it, it's the 3G's podcast, I'm your boy Pac G, got my homeboy AP with me once again, as always, and once again, we got GMS with us, you know what I mean? What's happening, what's going on? What's good? What it man? do, fellas? What's good? Oh, you know, hey. just keeping it, keeping it gut, I just got some fish and, and, and chicken a little bit ago, man, I had to eat some shit, man, I'm hungry as fuck, man. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I just ate it. Uh, I just ate it. Uh, Philly cheesesteak. I ate a motherfucking sub and a half, bro. <laughs> God, <laughs> niggas had the money. Yeah, man. Straight up. Hey, P, what's going on, on AP? Man, what's up, fellas? Uh, let's start the show off with uh some shit I don't know nothing about, and GMS you <laughs> might know. 
Okay. Apparently, Kevin, uh, Kevin Brandon McCall. and Kevin McCall situation on Craig Facts. Are you aware? Yeah, of Yeah, I see. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. Well, well, give me the little, give us the little rundown real quick, cause I don't know what the fuck. Um. All right, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened, and then I'll tell you what I feel like happened in that situation. Um, well, as people know, you know, Brandon don't hold no, he don't pull no punches with nobody. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he speaks his mind and he says, you know, whatever. I didn't watch the episode, but you know, of course I watched the clip and it seemed like they were on the conversation of different things that, you know, Kevin McCall was going through. And then, uh, I guess Brandon had made some comment, you know what I'm saying? About, um, the, you know, the shit that he was doing and, Kevin McCall responded the way he responded and it, you know, it kind of got regulated after that. But I think it was just a heated moment with somebody who has been through some shit. Like we don't really know the situation between him and the people that, you know, he got in his altercations with. So we can't, you know, just off the bat, just assume that this dude was wilding out and just like beating on somebody. I, I, and I also don't know if he just was or not, but you know what I'm saying? That shit is, that shit's personal and it, it makes motherfuckers emotional and he got emotional and, you know, he 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 offered them his hands outside, and you know they had to calm down for a little bit, and I guess they went back to doing their thing. What what mm. question did he ask though? They got it turned up like that. That's the specific thing I don't know because I think it was like a, a multitude of things like during the show. I think he just kept kind of bringing up the fact that he you know beats women, and mm. he kind of got uh, that 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 irked him. Mm. So. Well, you know, Brandon uh, shared, I think it's Brandon, that's the one who was asking the question, right? Yeah, yep. And he shared uh, some stuff his mama went through with men. So maybe even he wanted to antagonize him because he, because it was about some female shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, yeah it could have been a touchy situation for him. You know, it kind of tr probably triggered him in some way. Well, I, mean, I, I think a lot of men got, you know, would agree that you can't beat no woman and you shouldn't beat no woman. I mean, right. a simple uh, five fingers of death. I mean, that's all that's required. And that's the last, <laughs> that would be the last resort. Just five fingers Things, the five things can't get resolved in a, in a diplomatic way. I mean, right, I think right. a certain men ain't for the fuck shit with nobody. And as you can see, a man likes to say that men that is willing to, to to put a woman in her place, so to speak. I don't, you know, some niggas get extreme, but I'm just yeah, saying yeah. some men will slap their woman and whoop your ass and mm -hmm. kill your brothers when they come through to do something about it. Niggas mm -hmm. ain't, it ain't like weak men, only weak men will regulate. So yeah. niggas will talk to a man like, and I think that's what his, I think that's what his energy probably was. I got to see the whole thing, you know, but. Yeah, I definitely got to watch that episode. If a nigga tell me, like, nigga, you put your hands on a female, I'm going to say, nigga, I'll beat your ass. Yeah, <laughs> like, right away, like, nigga, I'll I'm beat gonna your ass. Off top, I'm going to say off top, nigga, I'll put my hands on you, nigga. Same shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Mean, so yeah. I'll put my hands on you I right now, I understand that mentality. It's like, so. nigga, don't yeah. think these hands is just for a disrespectful woman. They for everybody right. disrespectful. right. He said no, that in the he said that in the clip. He was like, he said, "I'm gonna tell you like I tell everybody else. They got something to say. If you want to see me, you can see me outside or see me outside or see these hands. Whatever you were saying, you can rub my fade. Whatever the fuck." He was basically he was challenging them to a fight. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I I definitely got to watch it because I want to see how they calm that situation down. Because Craig was definitely trying to uh, regulate when that shit was happening, but you know, 
Yeah, damn. Uh, she said Kevin overreacted, which is probably so. Like I said, I didn't yeah. see it. Now, I did see a small clip on IG, but all I seen was the latter end of it. So I didn't want to speak too much on the shit. I don't know what led mm -hmm. up to it, but. Yeah, I think right. you still got to keep your composure in those type of moments, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're yeah, doing an yeah. interview somewhere. You're not in you're not in your own space. You're surrounded by everybody who know each other and who are who are cool. It could have went left if you had a bunch of people in there that didn't have no sense. You challenging yeah, one of my yeah. one of my bros to to a fight outside for something that's you getting mad over something that I'm bringing up. That's something that actually happened. You know what I'm saying? In your past, you know what I'm saying? You actually talking to him crazy like he, he was actually talking to him like he was like a bitch. He actually called him a bitch. Yeah, he called him a bitch. Oh, yeah. So we don't play that he, word, bro. Yeah, so he called, he called <laughs> him a bitch. Kevin McCall called uh, Brandon a bitch. Brandon a bitch. Okay. Yeah, we and don't play that bitch word, bro. That's you, not, could that's see, you could see Dewan was sitting there staring at him, like looking at him kind of funny, and the niggas in the back was looking. Like it could have, it could have, I don't know, whatever, but I, yeah, we got to see the whole episode, though. Okay, well. Uh, and Brandon Black, does Black talk Man. slick. Black yeah, Man Brandon do talk slick, though. Black man in America or black man in America said uh, Brandon injured, so he couldn't have fought him at the time, anyways. Yeah, that's true. Last shall be first said Brandon talks slick. He knows what he's he doing. Now bro. I know, I do know yeah. he's an yeah. antagonist. Yeah. He yeah. talks slick, bro. He antagonized the shit out of people, bro. But and if I you think, got a quick temper, you gonna spaz out. Oh yeah, you gonna. Step I don't up. think Brandon no ho though. I don't think he was intimidated by the challenge. Nah, nah. Um, but at the same time, I I would I wish I I'm gonna go back and rewatch all that shit and see what led up to it. I think yeah. probably in that moment, Brandon felt like you know that wasn't something that's so serious to the point where he wanted to fight somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like right, why right, escalate right. that situation when he's already in some type of the unnecessary ass mode? Like like you said, he I think he overreacted just based off that clip because I think what Brandon said. Brandon didn't say anything that was like in his tone or anything like that like he was coming off condescending or he was like trying to come at dude but i think he was more so just like really trying to understand why he put hands on whoever it was and i think it was just something that he was feeling yeah. at the time he said he had right. anger issues when he was snapping he's like, i got anger issues and all. so you know clearly that's I mean, something you know, that i got anger issues happens, too and i know sometimes when you trying to when you have to explain something and you got anger issues yeah. As you're explaining, your motherfucking boiling right. point yeah. going like this. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. explain myself to nobody. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I'm forced to talk to a nigga, especially if I don't respect the motherfucker, or we don't know what his facial expression is, body language is a motherfucker. A nigga can look at you like with disgust, and you can feel the the heat like nigga. I'll beat your motherfucking ass off your face. You know, but off your face. This is my thing too, though. G like niggas should be prepared when they going into these interviews with cats, bro. Because Facts. you know you got shit going on in your life, bro. It's, anything could come out in this fucking interview that everybody knows about. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. you have to be prepared and be on your motherfucking toes at all times in any interview you do. And and you know what my thing is, I start smiling. So yeah. I might be mad as a motherfucker, but oh, I'll yeah. start smirking and smiling because in here I'm on some other shit. Right. But I just, my energy don't, you know, I don't try to get ugly on niggas. I just be like, like this, I'm about to really lose it in a minute, you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I am going to go back and look at it. We're going to get back to the uh, regularly scheduled program because right. I actually wrote down topics today. Hey, let's go. <laughs>
Good That's job, trying AP. Trying to get Good professional job. on these niggas. Put some you claps in the that? chat. That Put some that. claps in the chat. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> so, I really just stole all this shit from a GMS channel any fucking way. So y'all might as well go to his <laughs> motherfucking uh, YouTube channel and subscribe. So, Man, matter of fact, that, everybody that, that. that's listening, go straight over to Black GMS, GMS and subscribe. It ain't gonna cost you no money to subscribe to the brother's channel so he can get monetized and do what he do. His content is fire. Yeah, he's, he's entertaining. He has great content over there. Yes, sir. It ain't too long. He tapped in the shit that you might not be tapped into, so he'll you know, pull your coattail to different shit. Cause niggas are age or my age, we don't always follow everything. So I can go to GMS channel and get up to date on the shit that I don't know nothing about. Right, right. And I also, you know, I'm gonna be interviewing some people that y'all need to be getting familiar with, you know, like today, you know, shout out to Minnesota. You know, he's a dope ass rap lyricist, MC, whatever you want to call him. He he's a he he's he is incredible. So if you want to go see that interview and go check him out man go watch that shit it opens up with him getting called up on stage by jay electronica and totally bodying jay electronica oh, on stage. oh that's exactly. what's happening right there bro so go go watch that shit go watch him complete and, and to the point where jay stopped him and he still had more to go but he was like mm. all right i'll play you know just go watch it. but anyway yeah go subscribe go check it out appreciate y'all all right that's what's up uh like I said, I stole all this shit from GMS channel, but uh, Trick Daddy, <laughs> Trick Daddy this week uh, said on what was he on? Uh, he was on the he was on that chat shit. He was uh, what's they call that shit? That damn clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yeah, clubhouse. Yeah. Talking to some chicks and said that Beyonce can't sing or can't sing, as he put it. We know what that yeah. means. Yeah. And um, he brought up Jay Z. Uh, got given his title as the king and didn't earn it. So, Pat G, what do you think mm. about Beyonce being able to sing or Jay-Z not earning his title as the king? Shit, me personally, I think Beyonce can't sing either. Okay. Oh, but that's my shit. opinion. That's my opinion. You feel I what I'm saying? With, like, I agree shit. with you. If we talk about singing Real and singing, shit, bro. If we talking about I singing and singing, bro, it's a difference. You hear me? Yeah. It's a I big difference. Trust me. What do you think it's about the, What do you think about the Jay Z situation? Now Jay Z, honestly, Jay Z has been an amazing lyricist, bro. Since I was listening to Jay Z, bro, since Reasonable Doubt, and a lot of shit that Jay put out, man, was fire that people slept on though, because a lot of people wasn't into Jay Z. You feel what I'm saying? So it's all in the, the listener's ear, bro. You know what I mean? It's, it's who you like and what you go for. Like a lot of the New York cats jumped on Jay Z. Some, some, it's hard to find a few Midwest cats that fuck with Jay, though. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, where we from, it's hard to find Midwest cats that fuck with Jay because a lot of us Midwest cats fuck with down south, like, hard, hard. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Down south and West Coast shit. And West Coast shit, exactly. Hey, bro, so. uh, Trick Daddy brought up how niggas wasn't even really up on Jay until Big Pimpin when he did the song with uh, Pimp C and Bun B. See, that's like certain, certain Trick Daddy is sort sort of right about that because certain cats and certain elements of life didn't listen to that music until he made that segue with UGK. You feel what I'm saying? Because that was tapping into a whole different listening field than what he already had up under him. So, and you know, look, that shit, 
I don't know what other people gonna say because I actually think Jay is cold as fuck. But I had to go back. I had to go back and learn how cold he was. Listen, like, go ahead. If somebody really want to listen to some real Jay Z shit, like not super recent, but not super old. Go open up that American Gangster American motherfucking gangster, nigga. I swear to God, I was gonna say that. That's his coldest album. Listen to it from beginning to end, bro. That's his coldest album, and don't nobody never say that shit. Now, now, uh, I would like to first of all start by saying that both you niggas are wildin' (laughs) for saying Beyonce can't sing. Beyonce can't sing. (laughs) Y'all have lost y'all black ass minds. What makes y'all think that Beyonce can't sing? Beyonce is like a one-trick pony kind of. A one-trick pony. Talk to her. Tell it double, double down on the one-trick pony. But Talk hold on, let, let's get this clear too. <laughs> let's get this clear too. Michael Jackson is a one-trick pony. Certain people have a tone and a, and a voice that they gonna sound like that shit on every motherfucking thing they do. Hmm. Mm. That don't mean it's bad. But that don't mean they can't do the you know the different ranges and octaves of a real sanger nigga. Yeah. Like there's some women okay. who can fucking sang nigga who yeah. can who can they go did. low high and all, everything in between and most blow your mouth and make you get chill bumps nigga. Most of those so, women reside in the church. Not necessarily. In my opinion, or they came just from, from just for, in my yeah in, exactly. Or they came from church backgrounds. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. Like, not like I'm not meaning like they stuck there, but that's like kind of where they their their path is. You know what I'm saying? Like they usually be trying to chase the the gospel sing. Those are motherfuckers that be singing, 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 singing their ass off. The yeah, type yeah, of shit yeah. where you don't really hear that on the records because most people are kind of stick to a certain formula when it comes to like mainstream music. And exactly. Let me, let, let me say this: what this is what I feel about Beyonce, man. Tell me if my off completely. I feel like she can sing, of course, right? Mm-hmm. But she don't got no feeling behind her 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 songs to me. Like I don't be feeling it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even think you heard she, the album cuts. Not, man, I've been listening to her from Destiny Child on to now. You know, like you can't help she but got to some hear album the shit. cuts, man. She got and some she album don't cuts. sing from her like like uh Mary J, for example. Mm-hmm. You be believing mm-hmm. her motherfucking ass when mm-hmm. she's singing. Yeah. Yeah. You know Mary. what I'm saying? And she ain't got the, you know, she she got pitch problems sometimes, and you don't give a fuck. But you I know a motherfucker singing Bang. when they can crack, they voice yeah. can crack, and yeah. you still like you killing that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's what like they try the, to get to that note. You knew what note they was getting to. You was like, yeah. fuck it, I don't give a fuck. But bro, that's the difference between singing and singing. I was just listening listening to Miss Chalet, something in my heart. It's okay. motherfucking songs of women up in here with they shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I have not, it ain't too many songs. It's a handful of songs, in my opinion, that Beyonce actually tapped in. Hmm. The rest is just all voice. She doing what she's supposed to be too. doing. Yeah, yeah, I honestly think that too, though. That's just my honest opinion on, on Beyonce. Oh, show. well, I'm also, hater, wait, what did what did AP say? Uh, I th- uh, tell me what song. I'm, tell me what song Beyonce tapped in on. 
let's do that, y'all, in the chat. Tell I me what you... song Beyonce tapped in. I'm talking about where her spirit, her heart, her motherfucking whole shit went, went into She had song. to be singing on that. Other than da yeah. Dangerously in Love, I give her that. I was just about to say, because that, that shit, yeah. she went crazy I'll give her that, that but I can't think of too many more. And um, well, when she, I, I when think she a lot sang, of this shit is live. When she sang Etta James on uh on Cadillac Records and shit, she was killing them songs too. Yeah, she Spirits was. Love on top. Love on top. I'm not yeah. familiar. That's a female. That's the song. one. That's the one where she kept that's raising like the octave towards the end, which song. was you know showing her range, you know. But again, that don't mean shit. It does. If, if I, I mean, find, to, if I go find a, a white opera singer and let the bitch do all the octaves, that don't mean I fill her. Yeah, but yeah. you haven't heard Love on Top, so it's like you got You're right. You gotta... I mean, you're right. But I'm just saying, I just want to make the distinction that you can hit every note perfectly and not have no spirit and no soul behind it. True. That is That's true. That's why yeah. Pac, yeah. the reason Pac was so revered is because the nigga felt his music. He wasn't a better lyricist than Biggie. But niggas was feeling fucking pop. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of emotion behind it. You could like, like, uh, uh, I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. Like one, one of those, one of those things you said earlier about when somebody's voice could crack, but you still could. Like there was a, there was a point in the song where his voice cracked. We was talking about, uh, uh, what do you say? And for the first time, everybody let go in the streets with death row. I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. Mm -hmm. That part. His voice yeah. cracked in that part, but you could tell he was like, yo, keep that in there because that shit was like, that was him showing his emotion. That wasn't him, like his voice cracking, like, oh shit, my voice cracked. It was like he was emotional in the studio and he let that shit ride. People felt that shit. So yeah, I understand. That's you know. how, how Danny Boy was saying, I ain't mad at you on that, yep. on that song, bro. You feel exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, he was blowing that fucking shit on that song, bro. Like, that song made motherfuckers cry real tears when they heard that shit because of the way, the way dude was singing. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of people gotta, related to that shit. Yeah, and you got to give people ages, how old they are. You got to mm. factor in their opinions. Yeah, because definitely. we grew up listening to fucking Stephanie Mills and motherfucking Angela Winbush <laughs> and motherfucking you know these type of women. When you yeah. put when you give us a Beyonce or anybody more current, we gonna be like they good, but you but, feel me? So it's it's yeah. it's. Yeah, you can't even get mad. It's like a motherfucker that'll look at us like my parents and be like, "You ain't never heard Mary Wells." Like, you know, talking about motherfuckers I'm, in Motown and shit, and you yeah. like, "No, I don't know." The fuck. I'm so, gonna say something that might be an unpopular opinion, but I think her is a better singer than a lot of motherfuckers out there. And talented, yeah. right? I yeah. don't know if she write Very. everything, but that motherfucker, I fuck yeah. with her, nigga. Play that motherfucker, yeah, guitar, all that shit. But I, I like love, uh, LMA too. I like LMA. LMA too. nice too, but I love Jasmine Sullivan's voice, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Man. that's the oh, one. Yeah, like, for sure. She that's the prime example of somebody that came that's from the church. The, Exactly that soulfulness, bro. That you feel. Yeah. When hey, you me, said, me, like, Melanie, Fli Mel Melanie, Melanie, Fiona? Fiona. Fiona, yeah. Bro, it's Fiona, motherfucking yeah. singers, nigga. That, and I'm just saying, I ain't, I'm not saying bro, Beyonce can't Marcia sing. Marsha Ambrosia, Daddy. bro, is one of the coldest out Marcia Ambrosia, that's, Ooh. listen, man. So yeah, man, is Trick yeah. Daddy wrong, yeah. though? Is Trick Daddy wrong for saying that he don't believe she can sing? He just said. That's his opinion. Who give a fuck, right? Who they came for him so hard you know I mean? because he has an opinion. He like 40-something, 50 fucking years old. 
Man, Trick Daddy look like a, a baked potato that been in the microwave too long. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the Trick Daddy we grew up watching, bro. This Trick Daddy you know, is swollen baked trick potato. Da- trick Daddy, Daddy face look like when you left the dog shit outside all night you come back out and see the color of it and how rock hard that <laughs> that nigga shit look like a leather seat cover uh motherfucking material that nigga got that uh, pleather pants face material hey, hell look. no bro i don't know if y'all ever seen the movie the collector before but trick daddy face look like dude mask it's like a oh, fucking oh mask it's, it's fucking tied up and shit with some shoestring bro some, some girls say he be got he he got on funeral makeup every time he be on that loving i heard that I was like, damn, they do be laying it all thick on the motherfucker, oh, man. My life, bro. Yeah, that motherfucker, he... that motherfucker be looking like a uh a fucking what they say, you a fucking kids. a melted brownie. <laughs> a melted but fucked up brownie, yeah. Say like a California raisin. Trick, <laughs> hey, look, hey, uh Queen Kale said uh Beyonce can sing and she a singer. So I gotta take I gotta take y'all women's word for it. Queen Kel's but, a singer? Yeah, she do sing, yeah, she right? Sing. All right, hit me up. You know I got the beats on deck. What's up? So 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 let's let's say this. She definitely is a talented ass woman. She mm-hmm. definitely can sing. Does she have to be in a nigga top 10? Not necessarily. It's a no. lot of it's no. a lot of great no. voices in the world. No. Yeah. No. So she just ain't everybody flavor. That's all. She not in my top ten. You feel? She not in mine either. But she damn show. I don't want to go to see Beyonce live. I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you though. Jay Z is in my top ten of rappers though. Okay. Same here. Honestly, okay. let's talk like, about that yeah, for a minute. Hold on. Let yeah. me say this too. What Trick was saying about Jay. He was. He wasn't lying. If we talking about a nigga his age. Yeah. Back mm-hmm. when I was in high school. When fucking uh volume one and all that shit was coming out, yeah, yeah, niggas yeah. wasn't fucking with Jay that hard. Only certain niggas, like I said, it was, it was hard to find some Midwest cats, bro, that listened to that East Coast shit, bro. Like it took a certain ear to listen to that shit, especially back then. They had a whole nother different slang and different yeah. way of talking yeah. and all that shit. A lot and, of Midwest people were coming out doing some other shit, and we yeah. was more on gang banging shit, and they was more on get money and be flashy niggas right that wasn't a mm-hmm. thing back then no big biggie and jay-z started that flashy get money music well when you think about it too it's like even back then i think it was more so uh more impactful when people were in a group so when you had the groups back then a lot of motherfuckers was going in you had people like we were from from the east coast but it wasn't people that was like following behind that you had a group in the midwest bone thugs and harmony who came through sweeping shit making people ch- kind of go towards a different sound really wasn't trying to go towards or trying to think about anybody in or, the East Coast. Or, it took a while or or crucial conflict or somebody yeah like crucial that. conflict all that shit there's a yeah. lot of groups that formed from the midwest and the east coast or, or west coast and down south that kind of took over a lot of the the solo artists to, to the point where the solo artists had to come and get features for everything because it was better to be in groups than have a solo song you know what i'm saying yeah Bro, this, this how i remember it being in like the late 90s and early 2000s really the late 90s really before niggas start featuring and everybody music start blending in together everybody had their own fucking lane their own sounds and they was making dope ass fucking cds mm-hmm. like the whole cd mm-hmm. would be cold like you can mm-hmm. go get twister you can go get a Biggie CD, a Twister CD, 
uh, April and MJG CD, a yep. fucking Snoop CD. None of these niggas sound the same, but you will play all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But <laughs> until Jay-Z start beefing with Nas, Jay-Z really wasn't on niggas' radar as hard. And Just like, like even uh, when this uh when, when Rockefeller was together, I was playing state property like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Like them yeah, niggas yeah. was going hard to me. You know what I'm saying? So it, But it, they it, all that was another thing. They all still treated like treated Jay-Z as if he was number one. Now, now, I'm not saying that he isn't. I'm just saying like that's still how they treated him, like he was the top dog of the entire conglomerate. DMX, for, DMX was for, the top dog in the nineties, nigga. Yeah, I'm DMX, talking about the label. After Pac and Biggie, DMX but, had to run. Far right, as that I know that go, much. Yeah, like far as that label go, like GMS said, Jay was the king of that shit, bro. Right. Except so to like, them dipset niggas. Now to the dipset niggas, Jay wasn't shit to them dipset niggas because all them dipset niggas was dang niggas. All yeah. them Harlem niggas. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. they wasn't really fucking with them Bronx and Brooklyn niggas like that. Nah, that's facts. No but bullshit. Oh, my bad, y'all. <laughs> hey, hey, How going back in hindsight, going back in hindsight, is Jay-Z catalog really damn near on top of the game, though? Is how it? many niggas? How many niggas can you put above Jay Z? As far as rap catalog, rap rap catalogs, uh, rap catalogs. I mean, Shit. just to I mean, if you want to go by like the the catalog of popularity, who could like stand aside of him as far as like all that shit, um, Drake. And that's not even like I'm not even a fan of Drake like that. I'm just talking yeah. about as far as catalog goes. You catalog know what I'm saying? Like, goes, yeah. and, and the and the genre of rap. That's pretty much it. And even then, Drake is right behind him. I don't know, bro. I think Rick Ross up there too, though. GMS, to be honest. Ross could, yeah, Ross could definitely. He had be a move. He had a move. I yeah. think I, I think Rose up there too, man. No bullshit. That's true. Like, like they talk about who could uh ver- who could do a verses with Jay. Ross, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Master Ross Pizza got them, got them anthems, nigga. Ross yeah. and, and Fat fucking Joe. Niggas be Fat really clowning me when I bring up yeah. Fat Joe. He got yeah, exactly. anthems, nigga. Fat Joe got anthems, bro. No bullshit. Anyways, but what's crazy AP is that, you know, we was listening to Big Pun and Fat Joe way before Cats even knew who Fat Joe was, bro. Damn. I'm trying to think. What other East Coast... Hey, he said uh, Jay-Z created growing up music. That's not true at all. Nah, he just started doing it once he got older. It was plenty (laughs) niggas on Grown Man Talk. Yeah, he just started doing it once he got older. Yeah, it was. That's all that was. He just evolved with his age. It was all in what you listened to, bro. That's what it was. Yep. He didn't start it. He just had like that's another thing like a, a lot of people think certain people start certain things but it's just it just be the platform that they have if you have a bigger platform and you start doing certain things and you kind of amplify that message you know a lot of oh, people yeah. have been doing that shit be way before jay and, and it's, again your age and your era yep like you would never get me to say polo g is colder than somebody who from my era but polo g go in you know what I'm yeah, saying? It's, yeah. it's young cats that be going into me and, and they ain't got nothing wrong with their music. Like, they really go hard, but I still will give it to people that make me feel a certain kind of way Yeah, like when, when music matters to me. Bro, like, he just got released from the joint and 
when I was young, in my eyes, bro, this nigga was like one of the coldest I ever heard. The nigga he Mac. was on No Limit. Mac. You know it. Yeah. I knew Mac. where you was going. He was yeah. cold. Mac. Yeah. Shell Shock. If you go back and listen to that Shell Shock album, bro, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. Hey, but uh, let's get off that shit because we got more topics because a nigga been doing his homework. <laughs> I've been copying off of other niggas' channels. <laughs> T-Pain and Usher. Ah, uh, yes. T-Pain got interviewed. Shout out to my nigga Black GMS for all this intel. But <laughs> Usher made a, uh, pulled T-Pain to the side back in the day. And told him that he fucked up music for real singers. Fucking and stupid. according to T Pain, it made him it put him into a depression, a four year depression. Yep. Starting with you, Pac G. Did T Pain fuck up music? I don't think T Pain fucked up music. For R and B for for R and B singers. I don't think so because T Pain, like, if you ever heard him really sing, bro, like dog got a nice little voice to sing. Without auto tune, right? You feel what I'm saying? Like a lot of these people that use auto tune, that shit makes their voice sound the way it sounds. But some of these artists, that's how their voice really sounds. Just like back in the day, DMX. That's how DMX really sound. You feel what I'm saying? It wasn't no sauce you could put on the track to make a person sound different like that, because yeah. their voice is so unique. Like Jetty Kiss, he got that raspy. You know what I'm saying? Like people know Kiss' voice. Yeah, off bat, you already know who Jetty Kiss is. Right, so you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think T Pain fucked it up because T Pain didn't start auto tune like everybody tried to blame him. If people was really smart and knew about their music, they would go back and see what the fuck Roger Troutman was doing with auto tune yeah. back in the day. You feel what you I'm just, saying? You just take certain things with inspiration and you try to elevate it. I think that's exactly. the thing that people forget is yeah. uh, there's there's a lot of mimicking motherfuckers out here. A lot of people that are copycats. But if you take something, you take a, you, you're inspired by something, you got to try to elevate that in some way. So when people, you know, be like, you know, of course, you got to give give the respect and where it's due for the people that started that shit back in the day, you know, like the Rogers and the Teddy, exactly. Rodgers, all the motherfuckers. Yeah. But then you look at what T-Pain did with it. Like you said, he could actually sing. So you mix that with actually knowing how to manipulate auto tune and actually harmonize and put a hit to something. He yeah. elevated that shit. But that's you my thing too though, GMS. Like, I really never heard of him or anybody else who's doing all this auto-tune shit give praise or shout out to Roger Troutman or anybody who first was doing that shit before any of these young cats was doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where's the homage, man? You know what I'm saying? Where's the respect right. to the OGs who paved the way for the game? Because a lot of y'all music is sampled off of these OG people music. Yeah. You know what that's I'm saying? Right. So... I think just by using it is a shout out to people music because it forced you to run into the original at some point. You wouldn't even know yeah. about the shit if a nigga didn't give a fuck enough about it to reuse it. But, you know, they still got to get rights for it in order to, you know what I'm saying, sample beats and all of that kind of like, stuff. Like, like Ice Cream Man or, or PU's and fucking um, world, world, mm -hmm. world Class Wrecking Crew music. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. certain songs. Yeah. The originals yeah. be banging too. You just gotta, mm -hmm. you know, you wouldn't exactly. even be put up on it if you don't go through some of these new cats. But right. T Pain, he didn't just take the game to another level with the auto tune. <laughs> he 
He makes good fucking music. Right. He does. So yeah. who give a fuck what he does it with? Nigga, if you can make a banjo and a motherfucking some spoon sound like a motherfucking cold ass beat, nigga, have at it. Well, so let me say make, this. Go ahead. Let me say this. If you can turn off the auto tune on the majority of the niggas that's hot today and you can enjoy their song the same way, then they 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 good. Then they then they cool. I can yeah. tell you right now for a fact yeah. that if you turn auto tune off on every single one of T Pain's hit, you will still, still enjoy that shit. So it's if you can't do that with people yeah. today, then you yeah. can't say that T Pain didn't elevate that shit. I totally Facts. agree. And I guess totally what? He's not stopping yeah. your money, Usher, because yeah. there's still people that's gonna want to go see a live performance of real singers singing. Right. Where yeah. it ain't nothing but them in a the microphone. And a little band behind them, like Usher, especially when you stuck at the Essence Fest. Especially when you I'm were just saying, there's a space like for all of it, G. You My feel me, like, G. When you a paved artist like Usher, you feel what I'm saying? Come on, man. Yeah, he a legend. Why the fuck do you care exactly, about what the fuck bro, is going like, on? You you can tour for the rest of your life based off your name and your catalog, and you sitting here work. First of all, what's the most fucked up part about that story is not even the fact that he said that to him. It's the fact that he sent somebody to wake this nigga up out his sleep. Sleep, yeah. <laughs> that is the most disrespect. Like, bro, you did that to send somebody into a four-year depression? Are you crazy? Listen, man. Let let me I'll let me never take mess a... with Usher again because of that. No, you shouldn't be. Listen, then don't fuck with me. Then <laughs> no, I'm not. No, shit, you better not do no shit like that. Bro. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Shit like this. <laughs> well, have your ass oh, sitting there thinking long enough and drunk enough to be like, I want to tell this nigga some shit that's on my mind. Hey, <laughs> stewardess, go you wake this nigga up. I'm up. sorry, dog. And he's like, what, what you talking about? Like, I fucked your street? wife, but I didn't yeah, like, mean to. Like, niggas, on. when they drunk, man. man. Listen, that's good. Come on, man. Oh well, when niggas drunk, dog, they don't be on some other shit, dog. That shit was on some R and B. Niggas wanna, niggas wanna tell shit. you about they time they got molested and shit. You like, bro? I am uncomfortable <laughs> with this conversation. We oh, supposed no. to be hanging out and drinking. We in the club. You about to cry about the about the neighbor touching you. I don't want to hear this shit. Nigga, blow up spirits <laughs> comment. Blow up spirits comment right now. The first, the last comment right there. Blow that shit up. <laughs> That's my dude. Herpes and all. Damn. Hey, yeah. Listen, I told you I heard a woman say this to me about R. Kelly. You know, because no. we was talking about his herpes with him. She said, yeah. I Val still Trax fuck that friend. nigga. I don't give a fuck. I was like, well, I hope Val Trax is her friend. Yeah. I hope Val Trax is her friend. Niggas ain't scared of herpes. Niggas be like, nigga, fuck herpes, nigga. <laughs> Yo, that's that's crazy. Nigga. That's crazy. I can't go. That's, that's, that's a scary. That's the shit a person will sacrifice their damn health for. Ain't that some shit? The fuck said, shit. Man. Bro, motherfuckers roll their dice in the cars with their <laughs> drug habits, with their all kind of habits, with their sex yeah. habits. Motherfuckers has been rolling the dice, nigga. They don't <laughs> I know a nigga who's been rolling the dice all his life with every sexual experience he done ever had. You hear me? That nigga just raw just dogging his way through life, huh? Nigga I heard a nigga, I heard a nigga say, I, I live by it. What'd he say? Live and die by the bareback. Yeah, I live and die by <laughs> now, now, on my other channel, I promote condom and, se and, and safe sex. I promote it strongly. Do I believe motherfuckers gonna, gonna do it? Not really, but I That's promote wild. it strongly. 
Dog, that shit is crazy. Oh, hell no. Live and die by the bear. Then, he said, I live by the pussy, die by the pussy. That's what the nigga told me. Bro, hell no. No, sir. <laughs> Look, she really said, I cried mind. two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. Fuck it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 That's wrong. No. That's don't wrong. do that. That's not right. <laughs> Yo, y'all ridiculous. Oh, shit. That's wild. Chat is ridiculous. Spirit is on one. Shout out to the chat, man. We partying, man. Yeah, That's shout out shit. to the chat for sure. Jesus no Christ said, uh, we're not talking about the person, but we discussing acoustic performance over auto-tune. You know, let me say this and what y'all think about this. Mm, mm. Maybe Usher's real problem wasn't about T-Pain doing and using auto-tune. Because I think to this day, everybody respected and enjoyed his attempt at using it. But what he did, what he did was open the door for a lot of whack motherfuckers to come in and try to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe when they, when someone would say you fucked it up, I think they saying you fucked around and opened the door for so some whack motherfuckers to do it. Like bro, trash. You gonna let bro get in with it, dude? Trash. You gave bro the game. Dude, hey, so think, think about think about YouTube, nigga. Yeah. YouTube opened the door. For a lot of whack lot motherfuckers. Of motherfuckers. And I might be one of them. But See, I'm we in this be, bitch. We might be a panel of them. You hear me? We yeah, might be I'm a panel. Just, bro. We, we might be the motherfucking wackest panel ever. But who give a fuck? We having fun. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to Ray Grady. Hey, uh, Grady in the chat, man. What's happening? Hey, hey listen, Grady, though, this, this, this what I'm saying, right? <laughs> if you if you gonna, if you gonna blame another nigga. First of all, Usher at the point of him telling him this already was solidified as a legend. This Man, is legend. Shut up, nigga. Right. U- Usher was out when I was in middle school, nigga. Come oh, on. Like, chill out, bro. You a legend already. Just shut the fuck up and let this nigga do his thing. Hey, you know what I'm you somebody who could actually sing. I don't know why he didn't look at it from a standpoint of, oh, well, he got to use auto-tune to sing. I could sing my ass off and make money doing it that way. Like, Usher can do it. And, and then right after that, came out with omg where he had yeah. auto-tune all through the shit yeah but yeah. how you don't know his label was telling mm-hmm. him like hey we gotta do it he like i don't want to do it i can sing <laughs> i can dance too watch watch sit your little ass down usher we need you to do the auto-tune he's like no but really you make me you make me and they like, shut the fuck up, Usher. Use the real, auto-tune like we told you. You got a feel real me? face of concern. I, I don't want to do you it. Make me, you make me. <laughs> Dog, this nigga retarded. Hey, so think about it. So imagine you a real fucking singer and artist. Oh, shit. And your label is not letting you put none of your heat on your album. Because they yeah. say, we need some We need some auto-tune, man. This well, is, is what's under up. control. This yeah. is what's up right yeah. now. We need some auto-tune. Yeah. And he like, motherfucker. I got said, some sexy shit for these oh niggas, and they won't even let me put this shit out. That's when you came out with "Oh my God." They said, I, I, and they, they was like, "Why you go up here and say this shit to to T Pain?" And you wanted the pioneers of introducing the oons 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 music to the R and B and hip hop game. Yeah, man, fist pumping music. He had niggas in khaki shorts, open toe sandals, and puka shell necklaces, and spiked hair. Stomping their feet and fist pumping in the air in all types of clubs in Cancun, Mexico, with senior frog shirts on. Bro, I'm not I going. recently Let, seen a picture of Usher in like some fluffy white boots 
The nigga had like an evening gown on and like some kind of little gay ass frilly little shorts that had sequins all over them. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. After he start disrespecting niggas. <laughs> but look, let, let, let me tell y'all why I don't be getting on young niggas for they uh they they fashion choices. Because you know a lot of young niggas to to cast my age will look at that like dog, that's doing like, too that's much. questionable, bro. Like that but, ain't <laughs> G, I be I be always going back to old videos. Oh yeah. Niggas that yeah. I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Be on some weird old shit, shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> dog. Go watch a regular R&B like Silk. Like niggas that you fuck, like albums and, yeah. and singers and groups that you fuck with. Go back and rewatch one of their videos. You like, this yeah. shit different. I didn't <laughs> see it this way as a kid. Look you at the NBA I mean? players before they show up for the game sometimes. The shit that oh. niggas be wearing, bro. Zesty. You feel what I'm saying? That, real zesty. Nigga, we're going to talk about this later because uh, Stephen A. Smith got on Milwaukee. We're going to bring that up. But why this nigga was at? talking... This nigga was talking with his hand like a bitch. He was like, and Milwaukee, blah, blah, blah. I'm Wait, like, who was doing this? this? Stephen, Stephen A. Smith, bitch ass Smith. He is I didn't even want to do it to show y'all, but Ooh, fuck it. I'm going to take Stephen one for a. the team. Yeah, <laughs> pussy ass boy. But we're going to get on that. Matter of fact, let's get off of that. <laughs> let's get off of that because we, we got another 40 some minutes left. Uh, UFOs. Uh-oh. The government oh, is go. now willing to take the UFO sightings seriously, and they're supposed to be putting out some kind of. I'm about to fuck all this information up, by the way, but they putting out some motherfucking press statements or press release about UFOs. They they saying they don't know where the fuck they from. They don't know if they from outer space. They don't know if they from. A, another uh, country's technology. They don't know what the fuck, but they're willing to admit thing, and talk about now that these things really exist yeah. and they hey, don't know what the fuck they are. Let me, let me tap in on this, AP, ahead, because Pete. these motherfuckers <laughs> been had UFOs in Area 51 that they've been investigating and researching for, since the fucking 30s and 40s, bro. So yeah. now all of a sudden you want to try to say, oh yeah, they're real. Bitch, what, what was that back then? Fake? Well, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't for real wanna, though. For real, they like, didn't want to like. They didn't want to, you know, scare uh, the people, alarm the people. I guess I don't really know. Yeah, they bro. make all of these fucking movies of UFOs and aliens and shit. Where the fuck these ideas come from, bro? If this shit ain't somewhere around. Hey, look, Spirit said I've been. <laughs> I've seen three UFOs and was visited in my bed by an extraterrestrial. That I was your uncle. Was. That was your oh, uncle Lance. Oh no! Oh no! Extraterrestrial no. uncle. That was an alien. It was an alien. It wasn't your uncle. That was an alien. Uh, yeah, that nigga was just... like, "Go back to sleep. Go back no. to sleep." This... I'm an alien. I, I'm definitely it was a foreigner, bro. It was a foreigner. She talked about a foreigner. That's what it was. Like, ah. He's like, "I'm an alien." Woo. I'm gonna try to find this picture because I I got a I got a picture, man. I got a picture of what I believe of what I believe <laughs> what I believe to be a, a UFO that I saw one night, one late night driving home. I'm telling you, I gotta I gotta show you this picture, man. It's ridiculous, bro. I seen one of them motherfuckers one night, but I know I smoked oh, we a go. whole lot of weed that night, so I just went to sleep and didn't think no mind of it. You hear me? Look I just this. left it alone. 
if y'all can see that, y'all see that ring in the sky? Oh yeah, I see that yeah. ring in the sky. Yeah. That's that's crazy, isn't it? Was that yeah. nighttime or what time? Of I'm the day driving. Was that? This was this is two o'clock in the morning. Did it move? It was in one spot and it was coming it's down and all the right and then and then time, the light. Right? Yeah, and then the lights went off. Hey, you know what's so crazy about you saying that, bro? I seen some shit like that probably about a year ago. Uh in the yeah, summertime, the picture, like, like last year, last <laughs> summer, sometime, bro, I seen some shit, something like that, and it was just floating in the air, and I was wondering, like, what the fuck is that? That's the night I was telling you about. I was high as a motherfucker, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit up here, man? And I'm just looking at it, looking at it. The shit did not move, bro. The clouds didn't move from around it, or none of that shit. It just yeah. stayed here. That's what uh, happened. He said, he, he said, look up uh Project, Project Bluebeam. Bluebeam. I think mm. that's when they gonna use technology to project. <laughs> Images in the air. Is that right? That could be, huh? Man. Dub dub deuce. Some about them projecting fucking images in the air. Let me know if that's right. It's been a I long no time idea. since I went down that rabbit hole. But but this is what I think. I think um <clears throat> I think in in our elements, the sky mixed with the right gases, chemicals. Uh, fucking uh, aircraft, fucking real animals. You know what? It might be dragons. Fuck it. it might be a dragon up there. <laughs> shit, I'm, I'm just saying, who the fuck? I don't See, fucking know. I just y'all gonna have me go down this. a rabbit hole of this because honestly, Nigga, I don't be believe it's no fucking animals. This word is that dragon would have been down here eating on some motherfucking body, right? Yeah. Or <laughs> maybe he don't eat people. Maybe he a vegetarian. Okay, My theory then, is they just keep showing up for for just let me ask y'all this. What y'all think about? All of these fucking sea creatures and Bigfoot and all this old extra shit. What about all that kind of shit? I think a lot of different animals exist. We still find new animals all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. That we don't and even think. Still trying to name shit that they don't even well, know what the fuck they They haven't it. explored the entire ocean yet. You know what I'm saying? The they haven't entire, explored yeah. the entire land. They got yeah. motherfucking jungles so big that they can't gas a plane up enough to get there and get back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so how the fuck you know what's going on when you can't get deep enough into certain forests exactly. to get exactly. back with gas? Mm-hmm. You know what's all kind of shit. At least that's what I heard, because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking that's about. That's crazy, though. Dude, think about, hold up. So, now, there's a, there, what did they call it, the Mariana Trench or whatever, how how deep that is, and what's that, and you can't even go that deep with like whatever machinery you can you can create or some shit or something like that but we haven't discovered a lot of the the ocean but we haven't discovered a lot of life so it's yeah. like at any moment we probably there's probably a uh 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 30 mile long sea creature chilling in the ocean right now that could like hit the core of the earth or something like that and make this whole you know bro, what I'm listen, saying? We have no idea. could take a shit and listen. release COVID-like uh, influenza <laughs> out into the atmosphere. Bro, listen, y'all said COVID-like. COVID could have been a dragon fart. Hey, Niggas don't about, even know. <laughs> COVID could be a dragon fart. Hold on, yo. Dragon about, fart. Think about the Bermuda Triangle, though, for a minute. Yeah. Ain't, they said ain't no boat ever came back out of that shit. Ever. What's yeah, I think, I think that I think that used to be an issue. I don't think that's an issue no more, G. But even though supposedly sure? a lot of yeah, because they they could they be traveling through that shit. Listen, man, I be looking up weird ass shit. 
Okay, I just don't believe a lot of shit. He said, "Hold on, can they travel the entire way through the motherfucking fucking Bermuda Triangle?" Let me tell y'all what I did. Right, they get through that shit now, bro. This shit happened in like 2011. I had started fucking with the YouTube bullshit like everybody else back then, where we was just all into conspiracies and shit. But I am a reader too. So I look up something on YouTube, start looking into what I heard on YouTube, find any resource or book or anything that I could find to try to validate or discredit what I just heard. Mm -hmm. A lot of shit discredits itself if you really look into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's religion, that's aliens, that's anything that you've been given by a crazy nigga on YouTube. Yeah. Just look into it deep enough. That's it. I think the best way to look at shit is just to know that, motherfucker, if you think that we are the only life form that exists in the the universe, you're crazy. That's my thing, too, bro. No bullshit. But but what do y'all know about the universe other than what y'all been told? Exactly. And that's we another nigga. This the universe, nigga. We, do, we don't know. Wait, we don't really know how big if, it is. And who knows if the shit that they telling us is actual factual, bro? Well, because think about it. They could tell you that there's it's, it. It goes beyond light years and light years, but they haven't been there. Right. That's how what I'm trying to say, know. nigga. They don't know shit, <laughs> bro. Look through so. a real telescope. That shit just blurry ass colors, nigga. They don't know shit, in my opinion, nigga. They don't know shit, bro. Like they don't know shit, bro. Like how the fuck you gonna tell us this? And how, like, how you gonna say this color is blue, bitch? Before we was here, this color could have been something else. Yeah, or name something else. Like, come on, man. That's crazy. No, everything we do know, we have been taught, man. Doesn't matter what what we say. Everything we have learned, we have we've been taught exactly. And yep. we have so to go on the word of people that we don't necessarily know if they 100. Because let's mm-hmm. say somebody hired me, Pac G, and Black GMS to research outer space. They give yeah. us 30 million a year to research outer space. Nigga, we going to report something every fucking year to keep this gig going as long as possible. Yeah, man, I'm gonna report plenty of shit. You hear me? I'm every year. Yeah, I'm like, like, nigga, hey man, I got this, 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 shit, right? that, nigga. Look at this shit, bro. We're gonna take this to him, bro. And we we gonna be employed for another year, hey, bro. Hey, Pat G, we can use a silhouette <laughs> of you, a silhouette of you and your dreads, and say you a, a fucking alien too, nigga. You look, you look like an alien, like a motherfucker. He <laughs> said a silhouette. <laughs> Had your ass behind a white sheet, like. <laughs> you guys had your ass yep. looking like a, a ghost. I got that reach. I got that reach. I'm just saying, bro. What, what you doing for the bread, <laughs> nigga? I'll be lying like a motherfucker. You couldn't tell me shit. Man, listen, bro. We're going to be reporting like a motherfucker, bro. I'm what do y'all think reporting. really happened at Area 51? Shit, I can't say, bro. Like, That's why like, I, I'll be thinking about that shit all the time. Us, hey, y'all, yeah, hold on. Hold on. Quick little update. What? M- Milwaukee is up. They got 82 to 47. Oh, Jesus. In what? the third quarter, yeah, what? man. The beginning, the beginning of the third quarter. That's what I'm talking about. To 47. 47. God mm-hmm. damn, that's how it should have been last fucking game. I told, I told everybody, Giannis didn't want to play this game. They shouldn't have played last game. <laughs> that game was in the bag, nigga. Yeah, bro. For What's real. Happening? Yeah, man. That shit they was in the bag. The hey, they must have put Sub Zero Ice out, man. That's all it is. They could have easily did it. 
Yeah, I know. But they got bad coaching too, though, bro. I don't like, trust them niggas because of that, though. But I don't trust them. So I'm still, I'm still not gonna celebrate. That's I don't right. trust these niggas. I, I'm riding with Milwaukee, but I'm not going to jump. Damn. I'm not going to say yeah, shit to the know what it is, man. You already know what it I is, see you, man. Bro. Matter of fact, let, hey, let's talk about that, G. We can get off this UFO bullshit. Yeah, I, I am blowed at the moment. ESPN, <laughs> Stephen A., whatever that female chick that's on that panel, they start shitting on Milwaukee, bro. Yeah, I know, they, bro. I see they, that. They said they didn't want to go to weak ass, fucked up, bum ass Milwaukee. No, they ain't ain't don't quote me on this, but it was something along them lines. He said he didn't want to. They didn't want to come here because it ain't shit to do here. They said, "What's that? Take two or whatever the fuck it is." Don't want to come to Milwaukee yeah. because or, they or Phoenix. Yeah, because they said it's it's run down, it's dirty, and there ain't nothing to do here. But they lying. They are lying. This is what I say about Milwaukee, bro. They said that as it's a They said it about Wisconsin as a whole. It's, it's grimy, but it's some shit to do here, nigga. It's we got shit everything. To do. We can compare to any big city, bro. With our, our hotel level, the levels of our hotels is up there, nigga. The levels mm -hmm. of our motherfucking um like the type of entertainment, the sports teams, and 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 our nightlife. Our nightlife alone. It, Listen, our nightlife alone, bro. Man, you'll be in this motherfucker partying your ass off. I'm Milwaukee? talking about for real. Yes, yeah, nigga. Bro. We cause yeah, we got bro. we a big college town too. So whatever culture you is, you're gonna find shit to do. And all the, the college campuses are downtown. So the problem is the black element. Oh yeah. Yeah. In oh, yeah. Milwaukee. It's the hood, bro. Yeah. The hood element. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, you're right. I shouldn't say, yeah, forgive me for that. You can't say black because not all black folks act a certain way. You're or right, but in a group of four, one of them niggas will fuck it up for the other three. <laughs> so you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> but that's why the other three. That's why the other three got to be like niggas like the three G. Look, nigga, check that motherfucker fourth nigga. Look, all ass nigga, or your bitch ass ain't gonna go. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, for real. No bullshit, motherfucker. Hey. It's, all, it's always one. Listen, bro, if you got a friend like that, that's not accountable for himself. You got to motherfucking be accountable for him if you taking him somewhere with you, bro. Because you don't want no motherfucker acting up and putting a bad look on you. You feel what I'm saying? Like, pull your nigga to the side. And if he you said that like shit it, the same as Chicago. That's true than a motherfucker. That you can, part, you can party like a rich motherfucker here. Or yeah. you could be on some bullshit here. Bullshit. Like, it's really up to you. Yeah. It's up to you, man. I don't think I ever really been to Milwaukee but drove through it. You know what I'm saying? My family from... Indiana, so we drive through Wisconsin all the time and hit Milwaukee, but I ain't never really stopped through there and tried to kick it out there at all. Bro, oh, it's, yeah. it's straight. Like, like it's all about what you want to see and who you want to see. Like, if you came here saying, though, I want to just party, whoever you with can dictate how your time How your spent. time, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There mm -hmm. is definitely some, some player shit, some cool shit. Even the strip clubs ain't even that bad. Like, they got some grimy ones. Yeah. Where you can smell, you can, outside, you can smell the inside. So they got that smell shit like too. Fresh sea bass. But listen, you know. Like, it smell like bad body works and bajussy. You, you pull up to any of those grimy strip clubs, you know for a fact, like, nope, I don't think we're going to go up in here, bro. At all. You hear me? You would, you would know from alone. the parking lot what you want to do. Alone, bro. <laughs> you know, like bajussy. 
Nigga, I almost went to jail one night because I was pumping my gas in the middle of the night and traffic swarmed into the gas station and blocked me in. And you know, I'm talking about little niggas sitting on top of the cars, bitches in the sunroof, just kicking it and wilding, dog, and had me locked in, dog. And I'm like, police pull up, I'm heated. This back when you couldn't have, uh, you didn't have carry concealed. Uh, yeah, I'm like, fuck, they gonna think I was in traffic with them. Mm-hmm. Right. They used to sweat motherfuckers for that shit. So, I mean, it, I mean, <laughs> and, and the Kia, matter of fact, let's talk about that now. The, the Kia boys? It's the Kia boys. Yeah, we got a we got a click a young. I'm talking about from 12 to 15, 16. Year olds. And they girls yeah. and boys. And they girls, girls and boys. Call themselves the Kia boys. Kia boys. Yeah, man. And they they they, they 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 gum they at gunpoint with it. They'll jump in your shit. They'll by any means get your whip. And 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 you'll find your shit into a house. Tomorrow. It'll be in somebody's living room tomorrow, nigga. Or one of them little niggas that end up killing himself in your shit. Man. That too. Yeah. Or killing a couple bad, motherfuckers bro. with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's that, it's that bad out here with that car thief shit, man. These little kids is doing, man, it's horrible, bro. <laughs> this nigga said I had the Uggs on too. <laughs> nigga, I body slam your ass, nigga. He's like, still cute. Hey, what if be here wearing Uggs, though? It do be some niggas out here really... Trying to be friends. Yeah, bro. I don't fuck with shit. them, bro. I don't fuck with them. I don't knock nobody's style. That's what y'all do. But I always thought Uggs was no, just straight women. I, I'm not. I did. That ain't my thing. Hey, he said uh, they they still they kids. Still, yes, nigga. Hell yeah, they still kids. First of all, kids is fast as fuck, and and they looking at kids like foreign cars over here. They they really fuck with them heavy. So, mm-hmm. so they just be taking them motherfuckers back and just. Bro, if you, pump, if, they, if you pumping your gas, they jumping in your shit with the with the pump in your fucking tank. They gun hitting motherfuckers at gunpoint. They riding around deep in their car. Yeah, and by taking, the end of the night, taking, they all got their own car. Bro, they yeah. taking women's cars with baby car seats in them with the kids still in with the their car babies seat. in them, nigga. They they'll put the yeah, baby bro. on the sidewalk and squill off. Drop the yeah, drop the baby off down. A the block or two shit. away, had your baby sitting on the fucking curb. Damn. Yeah, man. It's bad. Kids. It's that bad, bro. For real. Kids, though. Like, little that's kids, ridiculous. bro. Like, these fucking kids. This is a horrible problem here, man. And that's the this thing. Now, you now, now, do you feel... Now, here's another question. Do you feel bad when one of these kids from the age of 12 to 15 get popped? You're I do feel bad because it's answer. a child. Listen, yeah, I but, feel bad because it's a child, but at the same time, I don't really have a lot of remorse for them for stealing cars and all that shit. Like y'all out here putting yourself in danger, y'all putting other people in danger, and your fucking parents should know what the fuck your kids are doing. First of all, you're a child and you pull a gun, you should know that there are grown motherfuckers out there with guns. Now, if you get shot because you up in pistols on niggas, then hey, I definitely ain't got no remorse for you because you live by the gun, you die by the gun. You hear me? Yeah. I grew up fucking with guns and you know what I'm saying, doing shit like that, bro. It's been plenty of times I could have had my life taken out here in these streets fucking around with guns. AP, you too. You feel what I'm saying? And what you saying. What you saying is what I was thinking. Cause I'm yeah. not gonna say I don't got remorse, but when I was 12, when I was 14, when I was young and doing bullshit, I accepted the fact that my bullshit could get me dead or in jail. Or in jail, yeah. Exactly. So from the outside looking at a young kid on that bullshit, y'all y'all cry in the courtrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all didn't give a fuck what y'all was doing out here when you was raising hell though. Yeah, 
You but know, this also goes back to the fucking lack of fucking parenting in the home, G. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Because a lot of households that we grew up and seen growing up, they didn't have a father figure. So that's another reason why the kids was out here in these fucking streets doing their thing. But the ones that did have father figures, their parents was doing dope. You feel what I'm saying? It was all kind of other underlying shit that made those kids that did have father figures and parents like that. You know what I'm saying? Get out here and do shit in the streets because they had right. other shit going on with their parents. Yeah. Not saying that it was the parents' fault, you feel what I'm saying, but it kind of was. You know what I mean? Like, like you said below, uh, Dub Do said, raise your kids or the streets will. Exactly. Yep. And the streets don't love no motherfucking body's kids. Do y'all do y'all mm-hmm. think uh do y'all think a single parent or a single mother can't raise some decent kids? No, I, I do no, think that. I, I do think I think I know shit. My mama raised a decent shit. My sister and me. Yeah. Oh shit. Hey, Pac G hesitated like a motherfucker. He was Real like, shit. shit. My mama raised a decent. Uh, my uh, sister decent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, you lucky as fuck. Hey, it took me lucky as fuck that he made it this far, nigga. Yeah, facts, big right. facts. Because it took me GMS. It took me a you while. You a monster, nigga. Realize some shit. You feel me? Yeah. Because I was yeah. a savage. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about that nigga's savage. a monster. Talking about some yeah, no, because my mama did it. You know, listen, you know, bro, nigga. Right. No, she didn't, nigga. You ain't shit. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, bro. Because when you get older and you realize the shit that you lived through and you made it through that shit, bro, man, you, you appreciate did. life a whole lot more. You bro. did, yeah. but again, nigga. <laughs> but, up. But, but I will say, I will say this though. Our era, our parents didn't know how bad the element, the street element was, because it was new. Yeah, the street element took over by storm in the 80s you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that was a new phenomenon for a lot of parents and shit they didn't know how to how to compete with that they still look at their kid like a square because your a lot of parents especially single mothers they could check the shit out of their son so they thinking they son a little he good he do whatever i tell him to do in the street can't nobody tell this nigga shit (laughs) you know what i'm saying but my fault but in your house you know you, they didn't know what their kids was up to. That's why a lot of these mothers end up in these courtrooms like, I can't believe my son killed somebody. I can't believe my son did this and did that. But you know what's so crazy, AP, how we all used to be piled up in my crib, in my living room, playing 007 and doing all that shit. My mama didn't know we was in that motherfucker plotting on some shit. She thought we was just being kids playing the game. Man, we plotting on some shit right now. We plotting on our next lick, our next... Don't fail, like shit. Dude, we went, we went, woke my guy up. Uh, shout out to my nigga Dio. We knocked it, we knocked on a window to get him out to go rob a motherfucker with us, but he got caught, so he couldn't go. Yeah, he got caught. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, in 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 a in a parent's mind, they have no clue what the fuck these kids be up to. But in my mind, as a parent. My kids ain't outside past fucking eight o'clock. Yeah, well, I, got, I got teenagers with jobs and shit and cars. I got, a and they're not outside y'all. past a certain time. What's that, GMS? It's a question for y'all, and it's a question for the chat. Do you think back then, back in the back in the day when people was out in the streets doing the stuff they was doing out in the streets, you think back then it was more people that it was them not having a choice 
opposed to now that people just kind of adapted to how they feel like the street life is cool or the street life is this and it's that and it gives you validation or a badge or whatever now they're doing it more by choice now instead of doing it by man i just gotta eat out here i gotta hustle i gotta make it do you think it's different like that go ahead pack g i think personally it's like it's all gonna elevate to the same shit. you feel what i'm saying like it's all the struggle you know what i mean mm-hmm. like everybody wants to make it make it on top make it out the hood make it out the ghetto this this, this and that but at the same time it's like when you make it out you still want to go back and hang out in the same spots that's been having you oppressed and fucked up you know what i'm saying and you Condition, say it wasn't yeah. a choice you know what i'm saying it wasn't a choice for you to get out of the streets i didn't have a choice but to sell drugs but it was always a choice you just didn't have the segue to get to that different choice or that different lane in order mm-hmm. to get you to a legit way out of that situation that you was in you feel what i'm saying yeah so nowadays it's just cool to be a lot of bullshit that should have never been cool in the beginning you feel what i'm saying right right like the hustling and you know what i'm saying all that extra shit, like all that shit. It shouldn't have never been cool in the first place because motherfuckers really started that shit to motherfuckers take care of their families. Like some people did. I ain't gonna say all. I'm gonna say some people did. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can't really say. You know what I mean? I, it's just like I think it's just a fucking chain reaction, bro. You know what I mean? Like I definitely think there was less opportunities for for people back in those days. Uh, like just for just you know being being black period in the in the 80s the 70s 90s whatever area like early 90s eras i think it was a definitely a different time to the point where some people were kind of not necessarily forced but they felt like they had to do something so they can make a way or they had to do this they had to do that i think more so now it's more so of an influence and the conditioning that we have now in this generation what what you think ap all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in, uh, but I, I wanted to lead this up because this is the truth. Now, as a parent, I understand this. My son just got done telling a nigga New 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 York he about to get on some gang shit with him, and the nigga in New York, but they was on the gang. Yeah, <laughs> he, right. Right. He, he said now the streets are in the, on the internet, so parents got to be up on everything. That's a fact. Now, mm-hmm. now this is what I'm gonna say because I normally talk for the working class niggas, right? But I gotta be honest, bro. Even today. Just like in my era, in my young years, there were some young men who, even if given the opportunity, they wasn't prepared for the opportunity. Uh-huh. If a young boy don't even have more than one fucking shirt, which I know niggas like this, and they smell musty or like piss on just because, because they don't even have regular shit that yeah. niggas have they don't have yeah. this shit yeah they they mama on strung out if they pops around he's strung out the big mm-hmm. sister getting fucked on by all the neighborhood and these little niggas is growing up with no guidance how do this nigga get a job how do this yeah. nigga even know about getting some fucking deodorant i i got caught stealing deodorant before by the way and a chocolate milk i don't know why i had a chocolate <laughs> milk and deodorant but i had hey, both. he said i'm gonna get steal, refreshed you used, and steal, you, used you used to steal milk on the regular nigga <laughs> i i stole the chocolate he milk did, and deodorant bro, and a pack of black and miles <laughs> bro i had a pack of black and miles <laughs> yeah. uh chocolate milk and some deodorant <laughs> walgreens what wiper so so again <laughs> Now, and, and, and this was fucked up. My parents worked good jobs, but because one was so heavily on drugs, 
all my mama money went on making sure everything was paid. So that left nothing else. Mm -hmm. Everything else we had to scavenge for. That doesn't mean at 16 I couldn't work the job because I got a job at 15, I think. But but my shout out to my nigga Meech, he showed me the dope game. And I said, fuck this job. You dig what I'm saying? Now yeah, I man. wish I would have said, fuck you. I'm going to work. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so it was a choice, like Spirit Driven said. It's always a choice. But it's not a choice for a young man who can't read or do a simple arithmetic. Right. Mm -hmm. He can't go work at McDonald's damn near. He can't, mm -hmm. he don't know how to fill out the fucking application. Patience. He don't have a yeah. phone number at home. <clears throat> it was niggas I knew that didn't have a house phone. And this was before cell phones. Yeah. How do this nigga get a job? Mm-hmm. So it's little cats out here and young girls out here like, we're selling pussy and selling drugs is their only in their mind at the time their only fucking choice. Hmm. So I will say that there's an element that that is a case for. Yeah. And and I feel like those kids if they knew that they there was a place that they could go to get help they would actually go because a lot of them didn't want to do that shit. They just had to. Yeah. That's why the cities and the churches and the all these so-called people that's supposed to be helping people is full of shit. Yeah. Because if there was a real place in the neighborhood, this is what I was. I was saying this on a show back in the day or like months back with Jeff Brown when I was giving my my plan on what they could do. Imagine yeah. if there was a community uh, like some type of service where they gave 13 year old kids jobs cleaning up the neighborhood. They 13, mm -hmm. instead of going to steal kids, they I'm finna go sign up to get a job. And all yeah. I gotta do is pick up trash in the neighborhood. A lot of those resources that they could have had were easily given to upper class white people. Mm -hmm. So like, mm -hmm. no, like you talking about like the rehabs and the place is like, no, they are. These these are million dollar. They, they, they go by price too. Why why does a million dollar of any place over a million dollars for a rehab? Why does that exist? First of all, donations dictate where a lot of money go. If if, yeah. if you have a hundred thousand dollar person, put somebody who donates a hundred thousand dollars, they be having some say over where the fuck you spend my money. Now if they got a lot of white contributors. Of course, those white contributors are going to say, we need a fentanyl center in the suburbs. Now, the black donated, the black programs are typically given off of state money or city money. And they're always given, it seems like they're always given to a corrupt, shysty motherfucker. Yeah. Uh -huh. Who do a lot of this fist pumping in the street and cuffing the motherfucking money for their personal. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. It's a lot of niggas that's doing this shit. They on Juneteenth like a motherfucker. They doing this shit crazy. And they getting funds from the city and they cuffing that shit. Hey, P, you know what's so crazy, though? It's, hold on, Pac G. It's Go a ahead. nigga in Milwaukee uh -oh. that went to jail for this shit uh -oh. who in, in, the, in the 90s. In the, uh, he was that nigga for community activism. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of these niggas that get the funding and they and they cuff it. Look at Black Lives Matters. Go ahead, Pac G. What uh what's so crazy about you saying that is that Sean King. Keep the going. pastor's been doing this That's shit to the black point. community since the church has been open. Say mm. that again. 
the pastor's been doing that to the black community since the church has been open. Yeah, I agree. We talked about that on, on one of my shows. I'm like, so all I'm the saying? money that goes into these black churches, you have all these poor folks who come into church giving their last for offering because they think that's going to get them blessings. Meanwhile, they putting money in the pastor's pocket. What they should have been doing, the trend of churches, black churches, churches specifically, like I said, they should have been in there. When you give your tithes, that should have been a way for us to have a savings. That should have been our black owned banks. They should have been mm -hmm. taking our money and keeping mm -hmm. our money in the church the entire year. At the end of the year, give us back all the money that we donated to or that we gave to the church as tithes. That is our blessing. That's the blessing coming back to us. Yeah. Right let, me, let me let me go in. Fuck it. Is that is that a is that a does First that seem of like all, if you study tithes in the Bible? Mm hmm. What the real tenth was, was a tenth of the harvest of the Israelites. Mm -hmm. And they stored it up. So if somebody crops didn't come in or somebody, yeah. you know, couldn't yep. make it yep. through the year, they have provisions them. to make it to the next year. Yeah. So the whole idea of ties, period, was to store up enough to get niggas through to the following year. Facts. I, I didn't even know that. anybody about it. I know my I, shit. I, I, I didn't even know that. That's a fact. That's crazy. And uh, you know, people say that tithings, you know, that was that was back then. Now we have money. They have money. Mo the word money is in Genesis thirty times. Yeah. Fuck you mean they ain't had no money? Right. They exactly. had shekels. They had all kind of shit, and they told you when and where. This money had to go where, where this 10th, your first fruits, all of that shit is broken down on what it is. Now, pastors nowadays tell you it's a, it's a percentage of your gross. It's a percentage Nigga, of I your beat gross. your ass. <laughs> so, so, so hold on. But, but I said this in my little plan with Jeff. I'm going to run down oh, my plan shit. real quick. Yeah. It only going to take two minutes. I said, he thought I was talking about getting help from the church. I don't expect the churches to help. I said that a, a city mandate should happen on the churches that if you want to open up a church here and you're getting paid by the government anyway, you're required to donate 10% of your annual income into that neighborhood's this mm -hmm. fund for that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It ain't what you charitably give. You have to give us 10% of that money you collected back and we put it in a pot. The city can put a certain amount of allocated money to that pot. And with that money, you start to hire children at the age of 13. You might have to make it legal where they can have work permits or whatever. But at 13, they those are the ones that clean up the neighborhood with, you know, simple shit. They cut grass and they clean up the neighborhood with fucking all the paper and they get paid for it. Yeah. When you get 15 or 16, you get in a different program where they teach you how to fix on houses and fix on buildings. That way, the whole neighborhood that look ran down, it won't be because you paying a whole work class of kids to yeah. get skills and make a paycheck so they don't exactly. got to steal shit. They don't got to yep. sell pussy and sell yep. drugs. You're learning the kids skills and you're the neighborhood at the same fucking time. The building fund. You feel me? That's, that's a win-win all the way around, G. Like, how can you lose with that going on? It's nothing and but it's, winning going on. That's the whole scenario. How much pride do little kids feel when they worked for their money? Man, listen, bro. Like the water boys. The water boys shouldn't give a little eight-year-old fucking 
when he got his little ten dollars, like he like nigga. I'm, Bro, listen, right? Let's that's go the to the candy. Feeling. Let's go get some. Hey, that's the same feeling a grown man get if he put a motherfucking roof on the house or build a house from the ground up or a man do some brakes on a car. You get that same motherfucking feeling, bro. Whatever you're doing, to, you know what I'm saying, to, to shine or do a service to somebody and you're helping somebody or you're building, using your hands, you see what your, your finished product is, bro, you be proud of that shit. You know what I'm saying? You look at it. You that look is, at that's everything. Like, that's, like, that's like with your kids, bro. When you see your kids growing, when you see your kids growing up doing great shit in their life, you feel what I'm saying? Like, how can a father not get that little tear in the corner of his eye and just be proud like, damn, I helped my kids get to this stage. In yeah. fact, if the father was there all the way to do that, you feel what I'm saying? Like hey, that little kids that's be a fucking great hustlers, nigga. Yeah, like, yeah. they'll be talking shit to each other. Like nigga, I'll, look at my paycheck, nigga. Like they'll be <laughs> trying to do overtime. Like they I got more. Get it. I got more you know sense to the dollar than you, cuz. No, they'll be trying to oh, get it. <laughs> so I'm just saying this, this is a way to teach kids uh skills and abilities, and then by the time they 18. You done already taught them trades. They done already been working for years. And now they know how, you know, and you can also teach them other skills like reading and things that's going to help them in life. So I'm just saying, and why is these simple program hey. that I just laid out that probably only take a million dollars per so many blocks? The, no bullshit, the funds bro. are there. Yeah. But you giving mm -hmm. them to niggas who ain't going to do nothing with them, but pocket that shit. And throw a bullshit ass pizza drop, get niggas pizzas and t-shirts and some cheap ass three dollar book bags. Mm. How many fucking book bags do these little niggas need when they don't take them to school anyway? Hell no. They don't even you know need fucking notebooks no more. Everybody, everything on computers. Why is you still giving niggas pencils and notebooks and fucking little note and fucking book bags? You know what them little niggas keep in book bags? Guns. Oh yeah, nigga, and Max. Yeah. <laughs> and screwdrivers to steal kids. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, no, that's real shit, man. I'm just saying, man. Sure if, if they wanted to do it, they could do it. If a lot of these people could quit giving niggas turkeys, everybody got fucking uh quests or motherfucking uh EBT. Stop feeding the fucking mm -hmm. ghetto, nigga. They fed already. Yeah. Yeah, Bring some real not, they messing up selling their food stamps, man. That's the messed up part about it is they'll sell a bunch of their food stamps and wonder why they ain't got a bunch of shit in their house to, to feed people. They be out no, there. No, nigga, they be having it. They, they just don't let money. the kids get That's none. Nigga, those fucking free ones be stacked. They be like, nigga, I gave you one corn dog. This nigga, this nigga 13 play play football, but he get one corn dog. They eating all the treats in the house. That's for the kids. All the popsicles this nigga and all the ice cream. And, and can it can bench three fifteen? But you give he hey. got one motherfucking corn dog. Pastor yeah. getting all this money. He turn around and give y'all government cheese and graham crackers with no name on the box. Oh man, plain nigga, plain that, blue hey, box. Hey, hey Pack G, <laughs> hey Pack G, been talking about that government cheese for weeks. He missed that shit. He missed them uneven ass grilled cheese sandwiches. Nigga, you can never cut that shit smooth straight. You had your shit. This piece was uneven. Nigga, your, uneven your grilled cheese look like he got a Gumby in the middle of that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, uh, what the fuck I was finna say, bro? That's crazy. Uh, oh, shit. We gonna talk about this and we gonna get up out of here, man. Cause I okay. wrote this down, believe it or not. This is, this is something that I noticed. That there is a word tricking niggas out of their wisdom and out of their uh, intelligence. And that's, or a phrase, I should say, and that's white people shit. 
I think kids start off real early hearing that things that will help them in life is white people shit. If you see a young dude reading a book, it's niggas that'll say, oh, you on that white people shit. Oh, uh, yeah. If you're oh, eating crazy. healthy, you on that white people shit. We can So just you doing what will help you survive in this world is doing white people shit. And what does that make a young black boy feel like? Well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do white people shit. I don't want to be clown for doing white people shit. So let me let me close this book. Yeah, what do you tell a young black kid who wants to do right but also wants to protect his blackness? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I'm going to say you're the only one that mm-hmm. is representing blackness. Okay. It, it, the, 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 the black melanated people of the world that is doing what's right is the only true example of that culture. Everybody else is the parasites of that culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're the they're the cancer of that culture. Mm-hmm. They're the ones you know? that are too heavily conditioned to possibly get out of that mindset. Correct. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, those people that are of the right mindset have an obligation to try to lift mm-hmm. up the weaker of the of the group. Yeah. If you can. Mm. And I think in a black culture, especially those people that elevate to a certain level abandon the the weaker of the culture. I think my favorite stories from, you know, people who try to get into a life that they know they're not supposed to be in is from the OGs or the people that are in that life, heavily in that life, telling them instead of bringing them along or trying to make them be a part of something they know they're not supposed to be a part, they'll be like, yo, you know, this ain't you. Go ahead and... Go ahead and get in them books or go over and go ahead and, and, and play ball or whatever. Go go do that shit. It's not for you. And and, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll protect you out here. We'll 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 make sure you good, but we, this ain't for you. You you talented, you got something going, you 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 got something going on. Those are the stories I like to hear. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like when people do stuff like that. And it'd it be the same people who are deep in it doing doing wrong that are that that know that. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy how they know that. They know that there's something better and there's something that they could do or whatever the case may be, but they too deep in it. So they out here trying to protect the, the, the younger ones, trying to follow behind that really ain't even, that's not even in their character. They just doing it because they seen everybody else doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that remind me of uh, South Central, the movie with uh, uh, J-Rock. What was uh, OG mm-hmm. Bobby Johnson's son name? J-Rock? Yeah, he, uh, well, he, when he got shot, he was in the hospital healing up. And the, and the nurse tried to teach him to play ping pong. That's honky yeah. ball. Honky ball. That's honky I don't want to play no honky fucking ball. honky ball. Honky ball. Yeah. <laughs> but then he end up liking the shit. Right. And there's a lot of times where kids, if they were given the, the opportunity, the, if the yeah. stigma yeah. was gone, that it's white people shit, it'd be niggas canoeing. You'll see Pac G somewhere. <laughs> you know he's going to have a blunt. <laughs> this nigga be canoeing and shit, white water rafting, all kind of shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Black GMS would be hand gliding and shit. But yeah. think about it, AP. Kids our age, remember when we was young, bro, we used to be on the golf course playing golf, smoking blunt stuff. True. Me, I remember we was watching Happy Gilmore smoking. 
Nigga, we was like, nigga, let's figure out where we can get some fucking clubs. And we went, we went, we went to play. Golf clubs, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, we'll steal the whole motherfucking uh, the park golf cart. carts. The golf cart. <laughs> they weren't even golf carts. That was the park utility park cart, carts. Yeah. <laughs> No now, I used to I used to work at a golf course, man. I used to be what they called a night kid. I was like fourteen or fifteen, and they'll hire you on to go around and like clean the bathrooms, restock the vending machines, and then they'll put oh, you yeah. in the uh, the golf cart where you go around and uh, scoop up all the golf balls from everybody shooting at the driving range. And when I tell you, bro, these white men was aiming at me every single time. I'm talking about nonstop, bro, hitting. My golf cart with with bruh, and it it, it it was one of those things where I was like, I don't know if they just doing it for fun. Oh no, they like, was doing. They was drinking too. Probably they was like, you see that, yeah. nigga there? <laughs> you see that nigga off there? Hey, 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 Charles, five bucks. I hit the nigger. Five bucks. Five bucks. Go ahead. No bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Five bucks, I hit the neck. Straight up, though. GMS, we took over. We took over a whole park in our neighborhood when we were kids, bro. We yeah. really did. I'm talking about the whole the swimming pool. When you came swimming, guess who you got your tickets from? Us. When you yeah, came, we're, we're still the whole row of uh, of swimming yeah. pool tickets and be selling them shit before Three, niggas could get to the motherfucking yeah. booth. Trapping Three, four dollars, my niggas. And guess what? When you turned the tickets in to get into the pool, guess who you gave them to? Us. Right, right. <laughs> I'll be talking to the bitch that's supposed to be collecting them, sitting there, yep. taking all that. No, we was on bullshit over there. We bro. was on bullshit, bro. Pure bullshit. controlling the pool? We took over the whole park, bro. The whole park we control, was our park. We really control that neighborhood, neighborhood. as teenagers, yeah. nigga. We it did, was grown niggas over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We took over the whole neighborhood as kids, bro. We was too deep. This, this is what I will say about young niggas, and I got to give it to young cats. I am not afraid of old niggas. <laughs> I am deadly afraid of young, young niggas. niggas bro. They yeah. running packs, bro. Like, they whoa. don't give a <laughs> fuck about shit. No regard. No regard. And they running packs, bro. Like, whoa, they, bro. They Tell make you. names for themselves for doing stuff they know that'll get them time. You call yourself the Kia Boys? Yeah, bro. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get when you got a gang, like you know, you got the cribs, you got the blood. No, these niggas call themselves specifically the Kia boys. If you got a Kia, watch your back. That's what it's like. <laughs> they, they don't make it. They don't give no room for no type of mysteriousness. They'll try to move low key. No, they'll come get this shit in broad daylight. They, they, they like the wet bandits. None of that shit, bro. They yeah. like the wet bandits. None of that, bro. And if you targets oh, putting targets on young kids the, back too. No, they not like the wet bandits. You know, you know how it is. You know how it was back in the day when you roll around with your homies and be a car uh, packed full of y'all. Y'all trying to get somewhere. Now they putting a stigma behind young black kids packed in the car, having police thinking that they First out there. Of all, trying that to do that always been a stigma, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah. but that's what I'm yeah. saying. It makes it even. I'm buying worse. all my kids two door pickup trucks, nigga. Like, you don't get yeah. to ride niggas in the backseat. Ain't no fucking backseat. You get seat. minivans. It's two of you motherfuckers going wherever the fuck y'all finna go. You got a minivan, you driving, you sitting the way back. Nigga, my, daughter, my daughters is finna be in some Wranglers. And they, like, some, like not, some not Hollyers some out here. Fucking, uh, what's them little two-door uh, Chevy trucks, nigga? They gonna be in some little bullshit. That's what you do. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pretend like you Somali. You gotta have, if it's two of y'all in the car, one they gotta be driving, the other one gotta sit in the backseat. I kicked my guy in the face, man. Uh, I, I felt bad, but I needed to. 
We was dro- I was driving, uh, and I was like 14 or 15. And obviously, I wasn't supposed to be driving. And we was going over to these chicks' house. I was supposed to be fucking the mama. My guy was fucking the, uh, the younger girl. I was supposed to be fucking the mama. I was like 15, probably. He said, oh, I'm, God. Bro, I'm not bullshit. <laughs> so, mind you, she probably was a dope fiend, So, I was probably about to fuck a dope fiend. I don't know. But I was finna do it. So, we he on the mission. I was finna do it. Hey, my nigga Spunk. So, oh, so sure. his brother, his his uh brother, not his real brother, like a, a nigga that day was real tight with. Oh, I thought you was talking about Sonny. <laughs> no, it was another nigga, Rich. Do you remember Rich? Black ass Rich. It wasn't Rich. What the fuck was Black ass name? Rich? Because they used to be with somebody that was black as a motherfucker, bro. Like he yeah, that's who I'm talking black. about. But I forgot. That's who you fuck. talking about? Yeah, yeah, I forgot dude's name. So, so we 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 go driving out there, right? And I get pulled over. But but matter of fact, I didn't even get pulled over yet. I'm driving all calm and normal. And I was like, the police behind us, but don't look. You know what? It, when you tell around. a nigga He's don't look. And yeah. yeah, exactly. And he wasn't even supposed to be with us. <laughs> so so he got us pulled over. So obviously I'm finna go to jail or I can't. They taking me to jail and they uh but hold on, let me tell you why, because this this the whole point. He has sacks of weed on. He stuffed them in the seat back there. Police found him. Shit. So I'm driving the car. It's in the car. It's my shit. Regardless, if ain't nobody going to say it's theirs, it's whoever driving the car shit. And I didn't tell that it was his shit. So I just had to deal with it. Mm -hmm. They end up taking him for something else because he had like like a warrant or some bullshit. So me and him in a paddy wagon. They let my guy go and they and they left the car on the street. Dog, I was so mad. I booted him in the face, dog. I was in a paddy <laughs> wagon, dog. I just booted him. <laughs> I was no. mad as fuck because he wasn't even supposed to be with us, dog. How the fuck did I tell his story? Had, he had that face like. Dog, I was dog. I was mad as a, I was finna go get some old dolphin pussy and you standing away, nigga. <laughs> Nigga took a deep breath. He wanted all the power. Bro, that was, I mean, was like, I was. And he was like, I ain't got to give him no bags to fuck him. He fucked this up. Like, nigga, this. I'm about to fuck this old bitch, man. I was thinking some old titties. Oh, shit. But, but I'm just saying, dog. You know, I don't know why the fuck I told that story. What the fuck happened? How did we get I don't it? even remember either, bro. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get it? Did that have something to do with anything? It went with whatever know, we was talking about. It went with whatever we was talking about. Go back to the chat. What was they saying? <clears throat> oh, now they talk about. I don't know what they talk about. Oh, shit. They not talking about this. I know. They also hey, what they talking about? They have some other shit in the chat. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Milk. Uh, he said he didn't like me at first, but now he does. Well, I, thank Milk you, D. Milk D. <laughs> My guy Milk. You hey, yeah, y'all, see, y'all slip, y'all yeah. slipping on the homie, yeah, man. I'm boy. telling y'all to go Milk to his channel, boy. dog. Trust me on this. Shout out my boy. I, I watch YouTube. My fault. I watch YouTube all day, and I only got a few people that I fuck with. I fuck yeah. with his channel, and it ain't for no reason. Appreciate you, man. It's the it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? I don't oh, yeah. want to hear everybody. Everybody ain't interested. Everybody ain't got good perspectives and point of views. Some motherfuckers is just useless, really. I'm like yeah. this motherfucker got a channel, but again, more power to you. 
but I like what I like, you know. And matter mm-hmm. of fact, y'all mind if I pray real quick before we get out of here? Do you think? Go ahead and say a prayer. We all can use some prayer. <laughs> all right, y'all bow your heads. Uh, Father God, uh, we come to you humbly um, on the 3G's podcast. And we just ask if you could just put it on the hearts of the people, dear God, to start breaking bread, Lord. I know these niggas ain't broke, Lord. They talk a lot of shit in the chat, Lord. I feel like they got a little something for a little something, Lord. If they can just find anything, if it's change, Lord, we appreciate it, Lord. If it's $2, we will take it, Lord, and we will utilize it in probably some fucked up ways, but that's not your business. Deacon AP, get him. If you, can, if you can look at our cash apps on the bottom of the page and utilize them, Lord. If God, yes, if you could Lord. just put it on their hearts today yes, that, that we is some broke-ass niggas without the people, Lord. And we don't <laughs> want to be broke, Lord. You said that if we ask in your name, Lord, that you will bless us with a little something for a little something, Lord. And then we just want to come to you today and ask you that. And we want to thank those that have uh, uh, given and, and, and will continue to give and support oh, the man. channel and bless us. We also want to uh, ask you if you can get Black GMS channel to a thousand subs. We feel like this young brother deserves a YouTube check, Lord. Not just any check, but a YouTube check. Not a his check or them check or those check, but a you check, Lord. Oh, so if you could just do that for us, we'll be uh forever in your in your in your graces and your in your glory, Lord. We will Amen. work for your purpose, which is to Amen. amuse the people, Lord. And we will continue to do so in your name. Hallelujah, blah 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 blah. Habahasha. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's going to be a whole lot of religious ones on this, man. Y'all yes, done got them on us now. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Y'all done got them on us. Oh, blah, 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 Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> Another successful podcast. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Thank you, oh, Milk Brother. Shit. Hallelujah. You said get ready. Won't he do Yo. it? Y'all, y'all do us a favor. Go to Black GMS channel. Hit the subscribe button if you subscribe haven't. Like. If you got extra phones, extra emails, jump on them extra phones and extra emails and you subscribe to yeah, the brother channel. Love, man. Subscribe, yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, get, this man, get this man his YouTube check, you. God damn it. God Three G's, y'all know we still here, man. Y'all know GMS still with us, but, you know, he got his channel too, so. <laughs> hey, we got to spread all this love, you feel me? Won't all will. love. Straight and we, up. And we definitely appreciate y'all coming through, hanging with us every week. Man. Always. So, Shout out to the know. chat, man. Chat always lit. Much love and respect to the chat from the Three G's, man. Y'all know y'all, we know y'all fuck with us the long way, and we gonna keep it coming, man, for real. All right, y'all, we up out of here, man. Peace. Y'all take it easy. Peace. Much love.